couple of weeks ago, uh, we were speaking at a church. And so when we go in and speak, we our whole goal is that people come leave differently than when they came in, right? That's our goal. But also, we want to sell our books. We want to sell our new Choir of Angels book. We want to sell our uh, Christmas ornaments that our kids in Haiti make. But this is a couple of weeks ago. We walk in, and as soon as we walk in the door, the church is like... We, we, put, we bring in our little container and we're asking for a table to set stuff up. And the church is like, oh, no, 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 no. We're not selling anything today. I was like, oh, okay. And then also, whenever we speak, we normally have the whole service, right? So this week, this Sunday, it was very obvious that we were not having the whole service because the pastor was prepared to speak. So uh, when I went up, I think they told me I had 10 or 12 minutes I can't even say my name in 10 or 12 minutes, right? So I was just kind of like, you know what? This is, I don't know about this whole this whole thing or why we're here. I always wonder why are we here? Well, before it was time for me to come up and speak, no, it was while I was speaking. While I was speaking, this row of like, a whole row came in, 12 people. They came in and they filled up this whole row. And all of a sudden I heard God say, that's why you're here. And I was like, I'm here for them to come in and interrupt me so I can't pay attention and know what I'm doing. This is ridiculous. So anyways, I share about Haiti. I share about um, Jesus. I share about everything. And then I go sit down and I let the pastor finish up. And I normally get to do the altar call, but he did the altar call. So he did an altar call and all these people walk up there and they prayed but nobody talked to anybody specifically. So afterwards, I heard the Lord specifically say to me, go speak to this particular lady. So I walk up to her and I was like, hey, I said, I just wanted to see if there's anything I could. And I couldn't even get the words out of my mouth. And she busted up. She starts bawling and crying. Can we please go in another room? <gasps> I'm like, yeah, sure. Because she's got all these people with her, right? So we go in the other room and uh I sit down with her, I talk, and she's, you know, explained to me about how her life is falling apart and how this is horrible and that's horrible. And so I ask her, you know, if she has ever made Jesus the Lord of her life. Not really. And so we, I get the opportunity to lead her to Jesus. That's a miracle, right? And to cast out a demon without even realizing that we're casting out a demon because she gets, whenever she, these sounds come out of her, we, as soon as we get done praying, she's like, something just left me. Something just left me. Okay, so I'm like, remember, we couldn't sell anything. I was like, I really want to give you a Bible. I really want to give you our book. And so I said, you know, I'm walking back out. I said, I'm going to get you that. So I go back out. Everybody's already in the car. I spent so much time there with her. So I get in the car and we leave. And we're pulling down the road. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I forgot to give her a book. I was like, David, I told my husband, I said, you need to turn around. We got to go back. We got to give her a book. So I go back and I jump out of the car and I go to give her the, the Choir of Angels book, which you need. It's full of miracles. It will really inspire you. And when I jump out of the car to give it to her, this lady walks up to me. and She was like, I was wondering where you went. I wanted. To, she just told me about your book and I wanted to see if I could buy one of your books. And I thought, I hope I don't get in trouble selling a book in the parking lot, right? And I said, um, she goes, and I want to know if you'll pray with me. And I was like, sure. I said, but what do you need me to pray for? I hate it when people say, just pray for me. Well, no, because like if I'm going to go up to the counter and ask for a Diet Coke, I'm going to say I want a Diet Coke, not just something I want to drink, because what are they going to give me? I'm very specific about that. So I said, what do you want me to pray for you about? And she, we're standing there in the parking lot. Radovka's going over and getting her a book out of the back of the car. And all of a sudden she says, I have three kids. One of my sons died in a car wreck two years ago. I have another son that is completely hooked on heroin. And I don't remember what the story was about the third son. And I said, okay. I said, well, she goes, the son, I said, what do you want me to pray about? 
She was like, what do I want you to pray about? I want you to pray about the son that's hooked on heroin. She was like, he's walking the streets. He's, um, I don't have contact with him. And I said, so do you want him to be off of heroin? And she's like, look at me. She's like, yes, I want him off of heroin. And I was like, okay, no problem. So I prayed and I don't remember what I said, but I know one of the parts was I asked for God to do a supernatural intervention into his life. Because I have another friend whose brother was on drugs and an angel of the Lord appeared before him in a vision in the middle of the night and it messed him up to the point that he gave his life to the Lord, right? So I know that one works. So I was like, just give him this this amazing intervention. And so when Radovka autographed the book for me, which is hilarious, but she wrote my phone number in the book. Okay, so fast forward. Well, it wasn't fast forward. It was the next day. So Monday afternoon, I get a phone call from the lady who I led to the Lord, the one who we felt the demon lead. And the the mother of the heroin addict's name is Shay. And she asked me, she goes, Linda, have you heard from Shay? And I was like, no, I haven't heard anything. She was like, her son that was hooked on heroin got run over last night. And I was like, do what? She said, yeah, he was in a hit and run. He was walking down the street and a car ran over him. And then another lady, that car left and another lady stopped and blocked him from two other cars running over him again. And I was like, is he, uh, she said, but he's not dead. I was like, okay, just curious. She said, but Shay has been at the hospital with him all night long and his legs aren't working. And the first thing that pops into my mind, well, the first thing that popped in my mind was, oh, my gosh, I can't believe he, I thought he would be dead. I mean, if somebody hits you, you'd think the person's going to be dead, right? The first thing that pops into my mind is we prayed <laughs> for him to get off the streets, right? Now, I didn't pray for the guy to get hit. So anyways, all right, so she says she really wants you to call her. She really wants you to call her. She really wants you to go to the hospital. And the interesting thing was I had just been in right there across from the hospital. So I, I told her, I said, you know what? I don't want to reach out to her. You just have her reach out to me. I'd rather always have people call me. So within the next two minutes, Shay calls me and she goes, Mommy Linda, do you remember the prayer you prayed yesterday? And I was like, I don't remember all of it. She was like, Mommy Linda, you prayed and a supernatural intervention just took place. My son cannot walk. She said, so you know what that means? He can't walk out of the hospital. <laughs> she was so excited. She was horrified and and completely crushed about the fact that her, her son had been in a, in a hit and run. But she was like, he cannot leave the hospital to go get drugs. She was like, he is in a place. I'm right here with him. I've been able to stay with him all night. She said, and the other part is, this is going to give him an opportunity to detox. And I was like, yeah. She was like, this is the most amazing thing ever. She said, I've told him all about you. I want you to come to the hospital. She said, I've got your book here. She's in the hospital room with her son, with the choir, with the choir of angels book. She was like, this is a miracle. And I thought, wow. When was the last time somebody got hit by a hit and run that you would consider that that is a miracle? Now, you would say it's a miracle that he's alive, but could you actually be strong enough in your faith that you would say, this is a miracle. My son is off the streets. And so the other amazing part of that is, I don't know if you know this or not, but I just know this from other people who have asked me to pray for them. But when you usually go to a 
don't know what they call it, a behavioral center or something, if you're hooked on some sort of a drug, usually they just give you another drug like that replaces that. I don't really know exactly how that works, but if you're if you've ever been to one, I'm sure you know. So that's not going to happen now. She never even mentioned him. I, they may have done blood tests. I don't know to find out if that was in his system, but they're not treating him for that, right? They're treating him. They've put a um, a metal thing on his leg, and they are going to work through and give him physical therapy and do surgery. But that's going to give him the time to be able to come back. She said that uh, before he was introduced to the the drug that he was the most amazing child in the world. So I actually got to go to the hospital the next day. I met him. He was not conscious. He, they had him drugged up because of the pain for his leg. Um, but I got an opportunity to pray for him, with him, with her, and then ev- all of the other family members in the room. And every single one of them was on the same page. They were like, this is the biggest blessing. This is a miracle that this happened. And I just thought, you know, isn't it amazing? Think about that. I was so upset when I went to that church because I was like, I can't believe they're not going to let me sell our stuff. And then we had a salvation, a demon that left. And then beca- and then I forgot to, to uh, give the girl the book. So had I not forgotten, that other lady wouldn't have been in the parking lot. Look how God is just such divine appointments. And then to be able to pray for someone. And um, I've shared this story on several occasions. And I was like, you're not going to believe this. I prayed for somebody and they got hit and run. And they're like, that's not a good thing, Linda. But it is. Because God's ways are higher than our ways. Don't forget, it is our job to love Him and love them, even if it means to pray something supernatural will happen, because God is still on the throne, and His Word is powerful, and He can make it happen.